Whoa, I didn't realize on video I looked like flock of seagulls because my hair's flopped over to one side. My butt cut's all messed up. You have a butt cut? I use a good butt cut. Oh, you got a big butt cut. Yeah, that's how I roll. What? Butt cut style. You know it's not butt cut? Sweat Equity Podcast, the number one comedy business podcast in the world. I already did the thing. Give me some more. You don't, you don't have to be shrewd with the horn. It doesn't feel right a second time. I don't know. Okay. Woo! Yeah. I should have done that. Give me a little flair, baby. Yeah. Listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any app that has podcasts, really. Uh, subscribe. Rate us five stars. You're listening to us right now. We're in your ear holes. Why don't you go get your finger hold? Don't be an a-hole. And give us a five-star review. Yeah. Subscribe to the pod. And share it with a friend, loved one, co-worker. Um, this episode is brought to you... By the way, our guest didn't show up. Yeah, that's why it was just the two of us. So we're it's going to be a double episode, just so you know, you're going to hear this intro twice. Yeah. Not a mistake. Yeah, but we get real deep. Like... Ooh, this is a good one. Like hitting that U- IUD in that lady's uh, gash. I, IUD. UID? No, you got it. I... Uh, I was like, I, was Afghan- like D- I went to Afghanistan. I know. Uh, yeah, I was saying... Hit, I assume hit you got bir- it wrong. Your dick hits the birth control thing all the way in the back of your vagina. That's the thing I was going for. Oh. You know? I don't think our sponsors want to be affiliated with this, so... I don't even got it. But uh, I'll, I'll teach you about it later. Mm-hmm. Let's oh, get this party started. Howdy, Johnny! It's called Sweat Equity. Listening to the Sweat Equity Podcast. I'm meandering, but I'm getting. That's fine. I I'm mean, kind of back. I'm on back roads, but I'm going to get back onto the highway. Oh, you have a plan here? Yeah, and then I'm going to kick it over to you. Oh, uh, okay. So that doesn't happen. I find this interesting because I'm like, I'm trying to teach them that too. Like, everything's pretty much incentives and penalties, right? So uh-huh. uh, if you're in the middle, right, and you want something, you got to be incentivized. Penalty, if you go hurt others or go steal from others, you're going to get penalized, right? Um, and so I go, uh, I go, okay, drink your water tomorrow. I'll get you this thing from Minecraft that costs $5, whatever. It's like a pair of pants or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know why you would want this. Yeah. And now I'm getting video game angry. I'm like, why? Why? Oh, Minecraft will piss you off when you're like, this is... You just want a tunic? This is a... For Zelda? Right. No, it's not even... The graphics aren't even as good as Zelda. Yeah. That, Minecraft, you look at it and you're like, whatever you just paid for, I feel like I can make it somehow. Larry, still no email. Hmm. Any call Leia? back? Did you call back? No email from Leia? I doubt it. Larry nope. Jesus Hoffman. I, I keep my uh, phone on do not disturb because I'm a professional. And so... Oh. I pretty I realized I keep it on probably about eighty percent of my waking uh, hours. <laughs> Ooh, good for you. Or and sleeping, I guess. Um, good for you. Well, 
the phone's the biggest distraction during the workday, and I don't really need to... I, I know myself, and it, especially with dating apps, because you're like, ooh, you, you can start chatting it up. Yeah, like, I'm like, Yeah, this girl wants it. Um, that's a, and it's a totally... That's a totally... Time suck. Yeah. So, um, so he didn't do it. <laughs> he didn't uh, drink the water, and then cried, and I still had to break it to him. Mm-hmm. But like... That was, you already said that. Yeah. And my thing is just like, everything surrounds that for parenting, and I'm guessing teaching. Kind of, yeah. I mean... Your professional life for sure is that. Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, in a professional sense, but we're not talking about teaching. Dude, it's it's literally like every 48 minutes, a new adventure. So I'm hounding, What's going to happen next? I'm hounding you to write a book as you're coming in almost like 21 Jump Street. Yeah, yeah. Where you don't have the teaching background. Right. Yet, it's kind of a layup to get the job. I mean, yeah. No, I mean, the job itself, like, you know, it's getting to it too much, but... Very convenient for me locally and like all that and um, and you the administration and as we took good. the Asher Strategies personality test the best one for your professional oh life, yeah it did say like you're best at managing oh people. weird no I think it said I was a teacher well yeah that goes under management I forgot all about that yeah we should take that again because uh, we're coming up on about six years of it from yeah. it and I want to see maybe longer. I don't know. Yeah, it was but, 2017. I'm pretty sure it was November. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and it, I yeah, and it said like you're you're, and I was like, that's great because if we ever scale the agency, you'd be better on that side mm. of teaching, you know, because you have to teach a lot of people, no matter if they're specialist and whatever. Sure. You still have to be good at teaching and teaching them how to teach. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so you need to write a book. Yeah, probably. And if you if you chipped away at it every day, let's say you just dictated notes, yeah, for five minutes every school day. Yeah, I'm bet- gonna, I'm gonna. I, it's just man, it's just like the uh, actual hours of it. It is draining. Oh yeah, it's a good draining. You're outside. Not yet. Everything's in it's the too gym. Hot. Everything's in the gym. The school has a nice gym, so it's not like... Well, it's 95 degrees in Tampa, so... that it, It's ungodly hot. This is the worst. This is the hottest summer I can remember, and then so, oh, every time I've said it, someone's been like, you know it's the hottest summer in recorded history around the world. I'm like, yeah, I don't really care about that. Yeah. I don't want to get into it, because I don't want to get into a global warming thing. Oh. You know? Yeah. That's what, that's, what that's that fun fact's about. Yeah. Just start chanting USA. Well, I'm like, look, uh, because the end result is we can't do much about it because it's corporations, and right. it's, this is kind of. Did a, you recycle your water bottles though? And we grew up. We grew up two things in the '90s, thinking uh, if you had sex, you're going to get AIDS. Um, which, you know, looking at COVID and how many, I think those will parallel each other on how much bad information was going out. Yeah. I don't know. And some on purpose. I don't know, you know, or to not hurt feelings. I, I, dude, it is like, I'm just going to wait in for when it all comes out in 10 years or whatever really happened. You know, like whatever, I, what that was. Okay, let me know. I, but it's just like, I don't have the energy to try and figure it out. The like, more I think about, the hell? It, about how like, cr- like 
messaging was corrupted and information was corrupted. And it's like, this feels like what you read about with the AIDS epidemic in the 90s, which the, the, the common link in both is Fauci. Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. So anyway, um, that. Quick and, side note, I need to tell you, I've been watching Winning Time on HBO. Just thinking I, of sex with AIDS. I hated it and loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, the the two things in the nineties that were kind of a ruse was uh, was HIV. If you have sex, you're probably going to get AIDS, uh-huh. which frightened us as we got older. Right. No, I actually remember seeing on Nickelodeon that they said you cannot get AIDS from. Yeah, but what year? I was a kid. You can't get it from touching. No, it, it laid it all out in a fun way. But it, it didn't say, like, graphics. hey, this is really for gay dudes. Like, oh, they did say that. Yeah, right, right. Uh, or heroin addicts. Right. Very small percentage, probably. It was very specific. Uh, yeah. Um, the, other, the other was, speaking of, I was thinking of Nickelodeon, The Big Help, when I was talking about uh, this. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what weird. What was that? I, oh, yeah, I can remember the logo for you some would, reason. It was a telethon. They would do once a year, and I remember calling him like a nerd, like an idealistic little nerd kid. Like, I'll do. I'm gonna donate four, five hours of my time, or something shit like that. Uh, <laughs> Taking hours. It was like hours got or ten or million hours donated. Something like that, or I because kids don't have money, so that you had to call in and be like, right. "How are you gonna volunteer?" Uh-huh. I was like, I mean, you know, good idea. That's a if it. If they're saying, just go pick up trash and all this stuff, like, of course, that's right. good. It was stuff like that. But, you know, the thing about, if you better recycle those plastic bottles or else the hole in the ozone layer is going to keep going. It's just like, and it's why like, put that on me? Well, I'm 12. I'm going to bring it. This is on me now? I'm going to bring it. I'm going to go xenophobic again, like we did with the aliens on the last episode. Why is it always America? Why are we always feeling like shit? We don't make nearly as much Dude, yeah, China, as China, China India, or Russia. Away. Right? Yeah. And so it's like, and we have regulations on that. They don't even, they, theirs are like, it's like, uh, it might as well be the Easter Bunny. It's like, yeah, we got regulations too. Yeah. No, no. Oh, yeah, I'd love to see that. And then we're not, and then all the uh, undeveloped countries, you know, that they don't even know what they're doing. They're much smaller. They, like, they, this is bad. Nobody told us. They light shit on fire right. as refuse. We just too. burn it. Which I don't know if uh, just get, yeah. if you, we gotta get rid of something, we just burn it. Yeah, so it's a big deal. So that's like I forgot why we got here. I don't know. The edible kicked in. Well, it's just all bullshit. All right, so your coaches feel bad. I think you have a unique perspective, though. I also think if you you start getting up on stage again, it'll also um, it'll help you think in that joke way. Yeah, a lot more. Because mm-hmm. like going to do an open mic, it's not really about like. It's it if it, it the even if it's a shitty one, it makes you think about material and it makes you think about writing beforehand on the drive at least. <laughs> For me, from the experts. Well, I mean, I'm saying it at least write all my you, bits on the drive over to the venue. Well, don't do it like me, but I'm saying like it at least makes you think about writing jokes and then it'll put you in that kind of headspace. So yeah, I mean, you know, the, the cool thing about middle schoolers is like. I can unleash the dad jokes to eye rolls, and I'm still having a good time. Right. Because it's like... Because you do the, the other kids. The other kid, the other coaches, 
they're also rolling their eyes, you know, but like they get what I'm doing. Yeah. They get the fun of it. There's just like, like what? Give me an example. Oh, I don't know. It's minute to minute, just messing around, you know, like <laughs> you gotta go, dude, that's my art. I can't. <laughs> right. I'm an artist. I, a joke artist. I, Please look, don't. It's like, uh, when you go to a party, my friends would go, Oh, he's a comedian. Talk to him. And oh, I'm like, God. Fuck you, Kyle. Like, <laughs> God damn it, dude. And then they'll be like, then I, then I come off like a real asshole. Right, when like, you're like, I'm not going to perform for you. What well, a dick. Well, I'm an asshole in any situation. Really, this comes up. They go, tell me a joke. And I go, I'm not your fucking jukebox. <laughs> tell me a joke. Uh, I go, it doesn't really work like that. But, you know. Or you didn't pay me to be here is another one I like to say. Oh, okay. Um, because that makes I feel like I'm old school Las Vegas. Like, Can I have twenty dollars? Yeah, I go. I'll tell you a joke. And then they're like, "God, you got a really stick in the mud." I'm like, "What if I came to work and knocked the dick out of your?" <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, it's just very condescending. Like, perform, monkey, do it. I know. And, or my oh, the most, the one I catch all the time. I got two of these that get grouped unfairly uh, put together. So, like, people go, how are you little skits doing? And I'm like, why, yeah. is, why does it have to be a little skit? You don't... For, They're actually pretty big. Why'd you just even talk? Like, yeah. if you don't know the, the, the vernacular... Why would you take a, uh, take a stab at right. it? Right, it's such a weird thing, because they're doing a thing where they're... They're putting you down. I found, it, I found this out over... It took me 20 years. Maybe. They might not know uh, they're doing it. Subconsciously. I don't know right. they're doing it. Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. They're, tr- they're saying, okay, normal humans ask about people and how they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I think this about what they do, this person does, and I just can't say it normal. Like, mm-hmm. I, have to s- I have to get that little, now, little, little. The coolest people there. that don't know and want to ask, they go, I'm not sure what to call it, your act or something. I'm right. Like, oh, then I'm, I'm all ear. Right. I'll tell them everything. Uh, yes, I will talk about it all day if it's like a genuine curiosity and like not this. It, I, we I, know when it's condescending. I started picking point. up on this. If if someone puts Lil in front of like something you're doing that is, mm-hmm. if they know about it, it's obviously a big part of your life. Right. Like, how's your little uh, deck project yeah. that you're building on your own? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other one I, I've noticed too when people say. They say they, especially outside of Florida, they'll group Florida just all together. So if uh, my friends introduce me, they'll go, "Oh, this is Law. He's from Florida," and I'm like, "I'm, I'm more than if that." I, but I was like, if I was from St. Louis, I'd say he's from St. Louis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a, it's a weird grouping I've noticed. Not as bad as little uh, sketches or skits. Oh well, yeah, that gets me. Little, little in front of, uh, people do it with the podcast too. When I talk, they talk to me. How's your little podcast doing? I go, why? I, I mean, why you gotta do that? I haven't heard that one in a long time. Oh well, my friends, I, that some half of that. I mean, is, now your friends are gonna hear this and say it on purpose. No, half of it's condescending uh, to acquaintances that they know this isn't the Rogan experience, right? Yeah, but they see clips on their feed. They don't interact with it but they'll go like you know they and they again they might be genuinely curious but don't know how to phrase it they just can't do it right Um, just can't do it but i you know what i've done once or a dozen times i go they'll go how's your little uh how's your little skits doing and i'll go 
hey, what do, you, what do you do for work? And they'll tell me, and I'll go, oh, how's your little accounting firm doing? Yeah. You know, like, how do you do with those little mortgages? How's your tiny penis <laughs> CPA business? <laughs> like, if I'm in the zone, <laughs> tiny ass. and I don't give a fuck, I will fucking do that. Because yeah. I feel like I'm getting life heckled. Yeah, no. All right. I do this. I mean, it's the same. I do the same. So, Coach Red, yeah. you're out there. You're wheeling and dealing. <laughs> wheeling and dealing. Kind of, actually, now that you put it that way. I don't know, man. It's, it's, you talk about deadbeat dad not saying that that's like a confirm. These kids have a need for sure. And I'm in a weird Steve. position. I'm in a weird position because it's like, We've got four coaches. I don't have a designated grade level, so I just help them all, which means I also... You're a rover. I might do... To borrow a PE yes, term. Yes. I'm going rover. Yeah. But... Rover means you kind of lick, but... Or you're the best. We'll go with the second one. Um, if you're a rover at, at baseball, softball, and they put you like... Because you, you have to... You stink so bad, they're like... Hey, um, why don't wouldn't you... a rover be better because they cover more ground? Yeah, it's either the best or the worst. Is oh. my case. Oh, okay. But I was always a bad case. Oh. Like, how about you be a second second baseman? Really? We'll just t- we'll go between right field and second. We'll make a new position for you. <laughs> you suck so. You're bad. playing one and a half base. We're basically going to play eight men <laughs> baseball. Eight men in the box. Eight versus nine. Uh. Anyway. Um. So you're the replacement dad. That's what you're saying? I didn't say that. that but the kids, the, there's definitely, and it's been told to us, because it's not just me. There's another new male coach who's, he's awesome. We get along great. Like, we're right on the same same wavelength. And uh, I, I told you, like, we've already had, you know, people be like, oh, it's never been like this before. And he and I are just rolling in there like dads. You know, just being like, what do you, like, it's hard to explain, but, like, I was talking about, for me, my position, I'm not necessarily having to take role of an individual class every time. I have the, like, the ability to kind of move around and zero in on the real pains in the ass. You're the hamburger helper. Uh-huh, okay. Like, you already got the, you already got it all. Coach Hamburger Helper, I like it. <laughs> but you're coming in to, to be... You know that little ajou. You're that that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I it, extra credit guy. It's one of those things. I just Bones. going in myself recognize like a need to like kind of focus on certain kids, and if you can get like, you know, it is in middle school. Like things cascade where it's like if you can get certain kids in certain spots to start behaving differently, things will follow. Hopefully, but um. I don't know. It's good, man. Like, you know, I had one kid that's, he's like, he's not good. He's in trouble a lot, but he wants me to come to his football game on Saturday. And I'm like, damn it. I need to go to this kid's football game. I got to take my kids to this kid's football game. <laughs> like, no. that, so that's, that's no, you what... say no, you say no. But like, man, I'm telling you, like these kids, they need specific things. And like, I know it's all, it, it's somewhat selfish. On my end, just because I'm seeing the benefit that'll be for myself. It's psychological egoism. That's what that's called. Explain. 
Um, so like volunteering, there's not the the philosophy around it is that oh yeah, there's, no, there's no, no true tru- altruism, yeah. yeah, which is fine, right? Yeah. But here here's where this has diminishing returns, and what I was kind of worried about when you were telling me about this the other day, I thought about it later. I was like, you're gonna have to find a weird area where you got to be like the good positive male figure, but you can't extend it too far into real life because you know that you can't take on that amount of people. The Dunbar's number is 150, right? What the fuck Dunbar's number? You can, I got 800. I know, that's what I'm so saying. It's like, that's what I'm but saying. I mean, that's, but what I was saying and is like, really I'm not job. going to every kid's football game. No, it's not my job. Yeah, but, I, but if I can make a difference for this kid, it'll be different for the other kids, and they'll see, okay, like, we don't have to do what we've been doing. Like, I don't know. It's crazy, man. I, you know, you do, our principal gets on the, on, he, tells, he says, we love you every day. That's cool. Yeah. It's a public school? It's a public school. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, because these kids, it's weird, man. Like, I see the trouble kids, and I've had to, like, I've got a few that I'm like, come on, man, work with me here. And they'll, they'll start doing stuff, and I look at them, and I can see them looking for me. It's like they just want attention. They just want to, they just sure. want to have, like, they, they're, they're used to just doing whatever they want, walking around, not listening to the teacher, and getting attention that way. But it's like, oh, you just talk to them for a second, you know, like figure out what's going on with them. I think it's, if you do, because it sounds like you're going to be home, the basketball coach, like that, I think that's your way of really connecting. So, oh, know, yeah, I've really, already, I use that all the time. Really, only ki- the cool kids that can dribble. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the troubled ones that you know, like can't play a sport, you know, they're a lost cause. Right. I have nothing to hold over <laughs> your head. Well, I'm going to take away your math homework. You can't. It's it's tough because you you do you you do have a good heart for this like just nat- like since I've ever known you, oh, you used to thank we you. used to do the MREs for homeless people that's like that's yeah. exa- insanely nice thing to do to drive around and be like here I have the I prepackaged these just in case I ran into someone because I see them around town yeah that is the thoughtfulness of it is very nice however it's one of those things where. My, my, and maybe this is my projection, but it's like, I would go, I got to make sure I got all my ducks in a row first to be able to help that kid's life kind of thing. Yes. Because I I've understand completely I what you're saying. Them. Yeah. And I, and I know you're looking out for me. It's, but the other circumstances outside of all of this in my life, which you're familiar with, and it just to put it simply has just been like, a whirlwind hurricane of uncertainty and not knowing, like, all this stuff where it's like, I'm to the point where, like, I control very little. I have control over, like, five things. Right. And this scenario is one where it's like, they're not in high school yet. They're not, they're not too far gone. You really, you're, you're going to put a, a leather jacket on when it gets colder? I'm going to flip that chair around. <laughs> you're Michelle Pfeiffer. Slater shit style. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have to wait till it's cold. I, I don't want to pull you back from being idealistic. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think it, it is. One... No, the problem is there's no other way to be. Well, yeah. In this scenario, do because you... as soon as you're like these fuck, you know, like then it's what are you doing? Yeah, I, I, my thing is strategy wise. I think there's a way to do both without giving too much of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, business dad Dean Akers. 
He's he's there for us when we need anything, right? Right. But he's not. He doesn't dote on anybody. Yeah. And I think that's a good parenting kind of way, right? Mm-hmm. He's very thoughtful, and he'll go out of his way to to get a hold, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes. Or if you call him, he'll he'll get right back to you. Yeah. Um, and he'll he kind of just drops knowledge and would leave the room when we work for him. Yeah, I mean, all this is so early on. It's like this, been doing it. It's like two weeks in. Yeah, but uh, you know, just big picture sort of thing. It's like you got to kind of decide on the mindset you're going to have going into it. Where it's like you really can't just write people off, especially kids, because like I've already seen it with a couple kids in particular, where it's like they were the biggest pain in the ass, and now they're not. They're just not. Hmm. And like, I, I, that's something I cling on to. Like, I, I have to like. Do you go up to him and be like, hey, you know, the first week I had you was a little rough, but you've been doing I did a lot it better. Today, like, I did it today. Like proactively? Yes. That's today, awesome. I did it. Like, that would, that always meant the it world was overheard, to me. It was overheard by another <laughs> couple other kids. And they're like, who's your favorite? And then they're like, <laughs> The one kid that came up to me, he's like, I know I'm your least favorite, but who's your favorite? I was like, you're not my least favorite. No one's, you got to go, I love, all, you have to make a joke. I love all. Oh, yeah. I, I do all of them. Yeah. Right. But for everything, he is my least favorite. Right. But still. Hey, self-aware. <laughs> That's something. Well, this is the same kid that, yeah, I don't even want to. Yeah, don't mention either specific way, stories. Either way, it's just, you know. When you can see them, the needle move this quickly, it's encouraging. Right. It's, it's, it gives you the juice to like be excited to go to work today, tomorrow. You know, like, it, I, well, look, that's a big thing with any professional. Anything you're doing, right? Not what makes you happy for your career or your, just your job right now. It's, <laughs> it's really what makes you satisfied. Right. Right. What is the thing at the end of the day that you go, I feel like I made a difference. Now, look, if money, if ma- making as much money as possible makes you satisfied, then that's fine, right? It's different for everybody. I'm not looking at this morally. I'm looking at this like, what's the, or, you know, like. Right, well, like I said, the needle move, it's like what moves your needle? What makes, in your mind, say, I accomplished something today? Like, I love working with small businesses because I love going, like, you were here, we were part of the thing that got you to here. Right. You know? Yes. If they really listened to us, we'd be way up there. It'd be a hockey stick on the ground. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um, Just had to get that but out. yeah. I don't know. It's, um, it's something people got to figure out what... what actually makes you satisfied and I, you know there's gonna be some people out there that can't say out loud you know like I just feel you know like this made me feel like I did that well people say happy a lot right what is happy and now I'm becoming an old man and I correct them I go just stop thinking about happy it's almost like a perfect circle it doesn't really exist it's like it, it you'll drive yourself nuts Right. Trying to find happiness, right? Yeah. I didn't wake up whistling zippity doo dah out of my asshole. I don't know what's wrong with my life. But what makes you content? What makes you satisfied day to day? What yeah. makes you feel like you live? Contributed. As a human? Yeah, as a like human. You, you contributed something. Whether that's working at McDonald's, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just like you have to have your own positive mindset about it because 
that might be the like you might be in high school and work at McDonald's and maybe I, you feel self conscious about it, but you can turn that around in your own mind and say, No, I'm, I'm gonna get doing you my thing. <laughs> and then <laughs> move up the corporate ladder. Yeah. Um, but I'm but I use Chick fil A as an example because how do you get fast food workers to never say you're welcome? You have a career path for these employees. You have you you have a, a a positive kind of track for them. You have all these things set up that that pulls these people, the good people, towards you, right? It's hard to get a job at Chick Fil A. Really? Yeah. For entry level people, dude. I saw a thing that said UPS drivers make one hundred and forty grand a year. And it was actually an article about how they negotiated it up to one hundred and seventy. I'm going to have to chat GPT that. Please do. I did look up. Because and by the way, uh, if we give any pragmatic advice on here. Chat GPT. Work for UPS. Chat GPT. Oh, make 140K. Uh, chat GPT has an app. I did, uh, they didn't always have that. So now I honestly find it a lot. I use it a lot more now than uh, Bard. But Take it to dinner. Uh, I asked how many. Table for two. <laughs> uh, what? Table for one and zero. Binary joke. Damn, dude, that crushed. I wish we had. I'm like, gonna use it tomorrow. I wish we had. I'm gonna like, use it tomorrow in the gym. Like late night talk show laugh track oh. laughter. Um, as of September 21, uh, oh, I asked how many. Uh, what's the percentage of mothers in the United States that are single moms? <laughs> <laughs> I I did this like 30 minutes ago. Okay. I just forgot about it when we were kind of more more or less talking about that because I'm curious. Right? Sure. What do you what do you think? What was the the how many mothers are single mothers? Yeah. What's the percentage in the US? Forty one. This will be as of September twenty twenty one. Oh wait, hold on then. And it's single mothers. 40, 40. It's not divorced moms. I think that's the difference. Okay. Forty one. Just that's single mother forty one? I'm talking about single mom it's single moms I think implies full time, has them all the time. I mean, well, uh, so Let's go fatherless on. children yeah, is how many kids are fatherless is what we're talking that's about? That's what I was trying to get to, yeah. Okay. Because you can't write how many deadbeat dads, uh, what's the percentage of deadbeat dads? <sighs> but single mom? It, I mean, it might still be 41, I don't know. I'm going to say 28 then. Yeah, that's closer. 23%, which is a lot. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about a quarter of adults were raised by a pretty much a beleaguered mom, you know. Right, no male influence, a strong str- male, because like, dude, man, one in you know four? the psychology with the dad thing. It's mess you up. And dads, I feel like golf moms way more important than the front nine. Uh, dads back nine. Yeah, that's any of my uh, any uh, of the gals you know when we were in high school that were turbo sluts. No, never nary a dad around, or the dad was like. A, sh- a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. No, it's for sure. Like, yeah. I, I put ap- apathetic dads in in this category too. Right. Like, yeah. It goes back to attention. You know, a lot are you of giving rich, them attention? You know, a lot of rich attention? dads that were like they they provided everything, but they accept themselves. Right. Ooh, that's deep. That's how it goes. Yeah. So Real that bummer. That's why that's and so that that's not even the divorce moms, right? That have the shitty. Uh, situation dad uh, yeah I, you know how many times I've been told in the last couple of years I, I, heard, I, I used to date a girl that told me like well why do you have this schedule like 
you should just see them on the weekends in like you know an afternoon on Wednesday. Go. Do you think that's wait? That's such a crazy no, thing no. that that used to be the standard. That's where it was standard, like, yeah. And here's the dad. What do you need to be? The, I go. What are you talking about? You she want goes, more than a weekend? What are you she thought about? that was the default, and right. I was like, "You you seriously think that? Like, no. Here here's the deal. If you don't do anything wrong, you get them fifty fifty. If you want them, right. And then I saw it dawn on her that it was like, oh, oh fuck. and I was like, God damn it, damn it. That was a rough night. Well. Um, but then, since then, I've I've heard like, I've heard I, it's I've my ears to it, and so I'm like, I hear other people saying this, and they're like, "Oh, you have your kids a lot." And I'm like, "No, I have them fifty percent." And they're like, "Yeah, whoa, that's a lot. That's a lot for you." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And I forget this, that whole conversation before. It's happened. weird. That's you know, our generation grew up with movies that messed us up. A lot of movies I was, like, perpetuated I was, these things. I this was, is Doubtfire? I thought that's how divorces went. You're, you're correct on that. Herp is on the way there. Yeah, that movie's Perfect. sad if you, if, you, uh, if you watch it again. And then, yeah, having to sneak in <laughs> as a translator right. of grandma. Right. Uh, transma. Ooh. Copyright TM. We got TM, two now. TM, what are we still going? I forgot SMTM it. SMTM. Didn't write it down. C-R- um, the, uh, oh, God damn it, I lost my train. Mrs. Now. Doubtfire. No, before that. The uh, Mork and Mindy. Before that? Before that. San Francisco comedy clubs, the Purple Onion. Um, oh, damn it, I lost my train of thought. Anyway. I don't know. Talking about uh, timeshares with kids. Oh, just, uh, no, it was after uh, that. I know. Haha, now you're doing it. Mark this clip. We're going to chop it up. No, put you out there and act you, like you tried to play it off. You can. I, I think it was funny. Shit. <laughs> that got a lot. Actually, it was one of the best performing clips, clip posts yeah. we've had. Of me going. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah, but you got to rewatch that episode, Honky, because <laughs> you were uh, you're pretty out of it. <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't realize until we were deep in the pod. Yeah, that's okay. All right, I think so. we're. We can split this one into two. If you made it this whole way, thank you very much. We love you. You can uh, go on Sweat Equity Pod. Send us a question. Send us want. clips of you going. If you send us, I, I really love. I that. would. That would actually. If we got like a hundred of those, I'd love that. I mix to, it all together. Okay. I'd love to have a. I'd love to have a scenario where people FaceTime video questions in that we can play on the pod. So send us videos of questions. Or something. I don't know. Send us questions. FaceTime would be live. Sweat Equity Pod on all socials. We're going to step up our game. Your brain's coming back to normal. It's coming back. Oh, uh, what? I, I should pull you aside like you pulled the little kid aside and be like, hey, it's coming, dude. It's coming yes, back. Yes, it you're is. Doing, you're improving. You're doing good, little brain. Hey, you might get most improved this semester. Uh-uh. The best trophy out there. Yep. Maybe not. When you know, we have no chance at MVP. Yeah. <laughs> but most approved bro. is second, for sure. Sixth man. That means you sucked, and you worked your... You earned it. Yeah. No, yeah. You improved. Tell, I'm, I'm telling from experience, I'm like a triple-time most improved <laughs> athlete. You're going to win it every year for the next five years, because you can barely dribble. Well... And then you slow play it to try to win the trophy. <laughs> like, oh, look how bad I suck at the beginning. So you make the team, but just barely, and then you fucking crush it. Yeah. 
All right, uh, sweatequitypod.com. We're going to improve that website, too. That's another project. Oh, the other thing I have for you, well, I was going to say, other than the kid trying to help the kids outside of school, I think, or basketball coach, I think you need a project to get your brain back to 100%. Yeah. I think you need, a, a, like, a woodworking project, like something with your hands. Yeah. Not art. Oh. I think you need, like, a... Okay. A dude, dude, but something with your hands that you... Okay. Yeah. Project. All right. Like, just throwing it out there. What kind of work are you asking me to do at your house? <laughs> um, you know, like, replace I'll, my cabinets or look, something. I'll help, you I'm make, just spitballing. I'll help you make the dick table for the studio. If our, if our table is uh, dick... I'll help circles you. Circles are hard. No, we'll have to get the circles pre-cut and sent in. Yes. Okay. But something that... We can we can cut the rest of it. Okay. You mean uh, give it a circumcision? <laughs> no, oh, yeah. That's my favorite Jimmy Kimmel joke. Why aren't all the penises in uh, Europe that are graffitied everywhere, why aren't they uncircumcised? Yeah. <laughs> I just love that drawing That's penis. That's a great point. Po- drawing penises on things. Totally white guy move. It's, no, it's, all, no, it's just it's ubiquitous. Jewish. It's all... They do it. They do it all over the world. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. go. If you're an adult, go get circumcised. If you're not circumcised, you should go do that. That's another cool group of guys. Yeah. What the adult circumcised guys or the guys that are not circumcised? Both. Bo- the ones that are uh, you took my foreskin guys, uh, and then the other group is the ones that do it later in life. They're not really unified as much. No. I'm sorry. We got the dick. Joke overload. Joke overload, and then I just lost it. Bye. Bye.